Again, this is us, the Mixbagging Nerds. Again, we talk about gaming, anime, and nerd pop culture. This game has already been out for a while now. I am currently playing Metroid Dread. Pretty nice game. Controls feel so responsive, so responsive compared to the other games. Well, then again, I never played Samus Returns on a DS, so I can never, I can't really say for certain, but it's a really good game. It's nice to ties in mostly after Metroid Fusion, I believe, which is technically in the canon of all things. What Fusion was the latest part in the story, the, the latest part in the storyline, as you may have known already, due to the due to all of the media around around the game, they brought back, they're bringing back the X Parasite, Samus in their new power suit it's nice because that that whole game without going to too much spoilers it fleshes out more about samus than you initially know yeah you you guys those who play the game yeah you know that samus was an orphan from a earth an earth-based colony that was destroyed by ripley and the space pirates raised by the chozo infused with the chozo dna so she could survive on the planet they live on which is planet zebs i believe so on and so forth. At the point, of, at the point of any game, to be in fact, in matter of fact, we were assumed that the Chozo was, were extinct, gone. Especially after, if you read the manga or anything like that, when Ridley to uh, attacked their place on Zebes. This, this will, this were like a little bit spoilers, which is not technically spoilers at this point. But yeah, the Chozo, in, in some degree, are still alive. We don't know how much are, how much left they are. We don't know if like those are the only ones there. But yes, it's it's nice to see actual chozos and in, in in like living animation instead of just you know just like flashbacks and still pictures and all that, which is very nice. So, and uh, yeah, you, yeah, you hear you actually hear their language how they speak, which is which is which is kind of it's kind of amazing too. Cause what this is besides the besides like. Metroid Other M and some other small games in the franchise that had Samus speak. This is a, a game where Samus speaks in Chozo, which is pretty cool, which is which I like to believe is like a reminiscence of Native American, which is pretty kind of cool since uh, at least in my opinion, they draw so much imp- inspiration from that. Like the, from one of their like mythologies and deities and all that. The game's responsive is pretty nice. Uh, yeah, the whole counter melee mechanic that they kept from Samus Returns. Uh, it's, re- it's a really nice addition to uh, her arsenal. You, like, you know, you know, just go pew pew with your freaking bust or with your power shot or whatever. Compared to the other games, uh, compared to the other games areas, I believe Metroid Dread has a pretty wide variety of map. It's like a really big map. I mean, sure, yeah, they have their multiple layers upon layers of areas to go to, but I feel like Metroid Dread it's pretty wide and expansive for a Metroid game of this caliber, which is pretty cool. And that's what I got. Oh, and- well, if I remember correctly, there was like an extra mechanic into the game. Like, it's gonna, there's no guarantee of it's being consistent. It's always gonna be a high possibility of change. Does that remember? Is that, was that part of the system? Uh, not that I know. What, what do you mean by the, ch- what, what, what kind of change? Well, like say, uh, well, aren't you being like? I remember watching from the trailers. You're being chased by a robot, 
or some mechanical security. Oh, oh the Emmys. Huh? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The the whole play on dread is that they they try to they try to take uh they try to emphasize more on what happened in fusion where you well let me recap infusion you get infected by the x parasite samus had to get a vaccine a metroid vaccine which uh, the metroid were predators of the x parasite so naturally the you know the vaccine from a metroid would kill it also but in doing so it made samus vulnerable to ice and by the time you come to the research base that's been in the dark for so long, you found out that that X, that X parasite copied pretty much copied you since that's what the X parasites do. They could take over a host, whether alive or dead, and pretty much make a perfect copy of them, memories and everything. So as you can see, the X parasites copied pretty much you in your power suit at full power. And throughout that whole time in fusion, you're just trying to you're just trying to escape, destroy the X while trying to avoid the 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 X parasite that's been that's copied you, also known as the SAX. Throughout the whole game, in throughout the whole game in certain areas, you would find her just stalking the place. And if she finds you, you have to run and hide somewhere. In dread, they do they try to emphasize it more of that whole dread feeling because again, just like just like the trope of the game, you start the even though you start off with like some basic of your power ups. At the start of the game, you lose them all <laughs> for for by through one reason or another. So as you're going through these areas, uh, you'll come into areas being patrolled by an Emmy. Each enemy, each Emmy has their own quirks. One can you know run super fast. One's an, one can be uh, can go through small little passageways pretty easily. But yeah, every time you enter the zone, there's always a chance that they will find you. And as you progress the story, it's nice because it feels like all of your abilities have purpose. You gain special Aeon abilities, like the one that can cloak, the one you could like, um, the one you can like dash pretty far to get out to get out of the range. Yeah, it plays on the whole. They they do want. It's nice that they do in a continuation of fusion because I do like. I do like that. <laughs> I do like that dread of being hunted down. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no! Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Infusion. It's it was it was so it was so far in between because you're always you're because you're always moving around in dread. Like uh, there's these big areas where that whole where an enemy could patrol, and they're faster. It's not like the it's not like the it's not like the SAX where she's like. She's just as it's where she's just as floaty as you are in some of the games. But then again, this is from like a really old uh, Game Boy Advance game. But yeah, the Emmys, they're they're no joke. Uh, like your computer ally that your computer companion that says like, yeah, you're not gonna stand a chance against it. It's really true. <laughs> and you say it's a virus, right? An exact copy of anything it touches dead or alive. The Emmy? No, it's it's just a robot that's been taken, that's been hijacked uh, by uh, the enemy you were you were you were sent to that planet you were sent to that planet because uh, a video was sent to the earth federation of a parasite that was that we that was once thought to be extinct on this planet so samus goes there only to be ambushed by the so-called enemy we're talking about 
Um, I mean, people probably already know what it is, but for the sake of this, I ain't gonna spoil it. <laughs> okay, so to get to elaborate on the parasite, so if this parasite were to copy copy a human, does that make it a clone? Hmm. I would be. I guess so, because well, I mean, and, and when the parasite does infect that person, that person technically dies. So I would, I would suggest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would. I guess it would technically count as a clone because it doesn't specifically say that they take over the body. It's just that they, they all we know is that they copy, copy and reproduce, and always trying to move up the next chain. Like, okay, who's the most powerful creature we can take over? Kind of deal. Hmm. So well, then again, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say clone. Actually, no. Let me take back. Let me take back the whole instance of him of them dying, because there is a, there is a there is a moment in the game where you see an ex parasite in live infect something, and that thing didn't didn't die. They just morph into something else. Whether that was just for whether that was just for like spectacular like oh storytelling. Or if that's how it actually happens, I don't know. All I know is that all we know is that the ex parasites can copy a host, whether alive or dead. We don't know if we, if infecting a live person actually kills it, even though this scene I'm talking about says otherwise. So oh, zombie? Prob not too sure, because because uh, <laughs> all we all it says is that uh, all we know is that the ex parasites can copy. Any anything, or any any creature alive or dead, it didn't say anything about them, you know, infecting someone and changing them like like legit like this person was like this thing I'm talking about was you know human size human human looking, and then grew it it got infected and grew into this gargantuan creature. Wait, actually no. Oh, okay. Okay, now I'm remembering things from Fusion. Okay, let me take that back. Yeah, the the experts had can grow to humongous sizes because during the last fight in that game, freaking that thing turned into some weird hulking monster. Okay. Huh. I guess they can morph the body as so, it so it possesses now, the, the, the I, host and it yeah, I, the I, body. I believe it would I believe it would possess the host because in all the instances yeah, I think it would, I think it just possesses the host. Huh? Possesses the host, makes a copy of the host, and then pretty much cloning the host. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, I don't know what I don't know about cloning, because in a situation in the game where no more enemies are being exposed to it, it just goes into it and takes it over. And if you were to kill that, sometimes that sometimes the X person doesn't completely die, it just morphs into something else. So I don't think it clones it. I think it's just outright just copies the DNA while killing it i guess you can say or exactly. let's just let's just say it takes over like a dog in front of you and you kill that dog it'll probably transform into a cat if it already knows what a cat if it already has the dna <laughs> of a cat so it's by choice it's not exactly making I believe, it stronger yeah i believe so or whatever where, or whatever it suits the situation oh. or that's how it looks like in the game it goes even further stories if you play some of the other games like i, I believe was samus returns and it was kind of further it was kind of further elaborated on in the other in like actually in fusion. The Metroids are actually uh they aren't actually like natural creatures. They were genetically modified by the Chozo to destroy 
the X parasite. So metroids are not actually natural things, natural things in the world. A metroid but, is technically Samus. No, metroids, the those floating orb things <laughs> with the three nuclei in them. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the metroid. Okay. That's the metroid. <laughs> why, that's the metroid. <laughs> why do why do people keep that keep mixing it up? <laughs> oh look, I'm playing Metroid. No, you flipping idiot. It's Samus. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I'm a novice. How would I know? You know. Yeah, you, 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 you know, you can see that Zelda isn't the guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm playing as Zelda. <laughs> but yes, going back into Dread, it's a really nice game. Uh, Samus animates pretty well in the environment. Uh, so does the other other enemies. Boss battles, pretty spectacular. I did, I do like what they did with it because if anything, they're probably copying the formula what they did in Samus Returns for the DS games. There were certain moments in the boss battle where it's, where you think it's kind of more cinematic, but you can actually still keep attacking during it, which is pretty nice because you know it's free damage during a cutscene where you don't have to really do too much. But yeah, it's actually pretty nice. It makes you it makes you be more involved in like the battle or the scene in question, without having to be on rails and just watching it. Because <laughs> you can, you can actually dish out more damage and it's kind of encouraging. And in most part, you kind of have to <laughs> just to move just to move the battle over. And good old Metroid fashion, there is like there is like puzzles per se, especially the speed the the speed boost puzzles. Freaking those things are hard as hell. I only I only cheated because I watched the video on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I wasn't gonna get hundred percent items if I didn't look at it. Jeez, jeez man, I learned I learned more by watching the video than actually reading the tooltip on how to use a speed boost properly. <laughs> man, I didn't know that. I didn't know that if you're in a ball form, while you keep while you keep the whole speed boost power within you, you can actually shoot in like eight directions compared to if you were in your regular human form, you can only shoot in like what I believe was four four directions up, down, left, right. I didn't know that. <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't watch the video, I probably wouldn't have gotten that one item that was stuck in that weird corner. <laughs> yeah, I watched a ton of videos on GTA. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, Let's see. Oh, this is one. Hmm. I don't know if I should say this. We'll spill the beans. Don't hold that. It might, it, might, it might be like spoilers. Well, well, I am surprised that Ridley made no appearance in this game. I mean, sure, by now, by now, if the story is online, Ridley should be like long gone by now. <laughs> but I'm surprised that there was like no mention of Ridley anywhere or you know, some ex-parasite version of him like they did in Fusion. Freaking Craig came back. Like, how the hell? I thought we killed that guy on freaking SR388, but no, he's still alive. He, I actually killed him again, but he couldn't bring back Ridley. Because Rip busy, has... busy, busy in Smash Bros. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They finally figured out how to fit him in there. <laughs> right? They just had to. They just had to make him primarily crouched low to the ground instead of having him stand up right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm surprised Ridley Ridley is not in there. Like, that's like Samus is like it's, it's Larry Samus's arch enemy. She he he killed her parents <laughs> and murdered the Chozo or what was left of it or assuming me what's left of it. Oh yeah, I, I touched on this and I kind of forgot. But yeah, I do like how 
there only there are some few instances where Samus talks in this game, which is pretty, which is a nice touch. Like Samus is a bounty hunter, and by this time in the chronological order, I, I believe she's already really battle hardened. She doesn't really need too much words. And matter of fact, she's like you know she's mostly bounty hunting like wild beasts, and most of them can't talk to begin with. And any any intelligible creature that you do find, they they tend not to talk either way. So it's kind of nice to have her speak every now and then, even if it is only like these two moments in time in, during the whole game. It it doesn't break her character too much, but it does add a little bit more to her. So you think will there be other Samus stories in the game? Yeah, they, yeah, they have, yeah, they have to because they already they already kind of announced like way back, uh, Metroid Prime Four. They met they they mentioned that like a long time ago already. And they we already have like a like this small like what minute trailer of them showing that off. It's just like, oh, metric four, that's it. That's all we have. So I'm kind of excited for that because I, I do want to know where this prime this Metroid Prime takes place. Does it take place before dread or after dread? Because if it takes if it takes before dread, I kind of see where I kind of see where where that goes. But if it takes after dread, it would be really nice with the current technology we have now to bring at least dread Samus into a more three D look. I mean, sure, I'm I'm not gonna lie, the Metroid Dread on the Switch is pretty is still pretty good, but I would like to see that I would like to see that formula in. A more 3D sense like the Prime series does, since it's, you know it's basically 3D first person, or you know, or take a new, or take a new, uh, take a new um, route with it, and then like I mean, sure, it's going to be copying Returnal, but have it be like a Returnal, pretty much behind the shoulder, kind of game. That would be nice for those who play Returnal. Yeah, like that's not like that's like legitly like what a metroid game should have been by now <laughs> so yeah for those playing returnal yeah just look at that and imagine the, the lady as samus instead because <laughs> that's what a metro game should have been by now that the way how they do it in returnal it's pretty damn good i'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's more anticipation for our future future game nerds out there yes. metroid prime is not dead it's still out there speaking of which speaking of returnal how are you guys, listeners, with getting your own PS5s? Are you like me, <laughs> missed the hype train, and now regretting it? <laughs> or are you going to be waiting for a PS5 Pro <laughs> that will inevitably come out? Who knows? All right, I don't know we'll, about we'll, you. I think we'll wrap it up there before Chris goes into a rant about PS5s. <laughs> yeah, I'll wrap it up in a nice present because, you know, I did, I did, I don't know about you guys, but I did sign up to. <laughs> we'll wrap it up there but anyways in a nice presence so i could like chew into it next time let it go let it go Chris. <laughs> yeah. what what do you who am i uh, eliza from from frozen or something what's her name <laughs> elsa elsa eliza is from hamilton but anyways eliza alexander hamilton <laughs> We're on Spotify, Red Circle Podcast, and you can find us on Mixed Bag of Nerds on Instagram. <laughs> see see uh, non-PS5 people. <laughs> I stutter too much. This is a Mixed Bag of Nerds podcast where we talk about gaming, 
anime, and nerd pop culture every Monday. Also, join us on Fridays for Not Your Dungeon to Geek, where it's just like D&D, but it's not. We're also on Red Circle, Spotify, and check us out on our Instagram at uh, Mixed Bag of Nerds. So make sure to stop by Mixed Bag of Nerds every Monday and Friday.